right, welcome back to the Forever Game. This is Jamie and Tyler, and um, we're here to talk about goal setting today. Joy. <laughs> this is going to be fun. Yep. No, no, no. So last week we, well, I posted something on our page asking people for ideas for discussion topics or future episode topics. And boy, did we get a flood of messages. Yeah, I had to turn off. My phone was exploding. <laughs> I had to turn off notifications. Um, I'm sorry for all of you out there. I, I promise. I read all the messages. I just, I just can't respond I to all. I see your DMs. I see them. I just can't get to them all, you know. Yes. Okay, that was funny. Um, but Tyler also submitted an idea. He would really like to talk more about his fantasy football team as they go into the playoffs. Right, we're in the playoffs. It's week one. Oh, well, I shut him down on that. Yeah. All I need, <laughs> I just need Eli Manning to have a good game tonight because my opponent, I'm up by 24.5 points. My opponent has Mr. Ertz and and um, the Philadelphia defense. As long as they combine for 24 or fewer, I'm good. God, that is such a relief for me. Thank you for that brief you, update. You're I'm, welcome. I'm thankful you kept it brief. Yes. Okay, so our friend Chloe submitted this idea, and we, uh, she asked us to talk about, well, the gist of it is creating actionable goals. And so along with that goes brainstorming, setting the goals, making a plan, and why over-planning can kill your goals. Yes, which Chloe is notorious for doing. You um, actually taught Chloe in class. She, she learned. I don't know that I taught her oh. anything, but yes. <laughs> you guided her in her learning. <laughs> I was there. I was available emotionally <laughs> as she went through the pain of learning. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to talk about this. Okay. <laughs> Is that you throwing it over to me? Well, I think you and I both kind of personally reflected on things that we might want to mention in this topic. Yeah. And we'll... Maybe just start with you because you're first on the list. Sure. And the first, first thing on the, on your notes was I'm bad at this. Yeah. When creating actionable goals. Mm-hmm. Well, um, <laughs> I I think the reason I'm bad at it is I prefer action. I prefer to like go and do over like writing down and over, planning over the things. Sitting down and. And drawing up what I think could maybe probably possibly happen. And then trying to come up with all these like, you know, side plans and plan B and plan C and all, mm-hmm. you know, and here's like, I, I just, I don't work mechanically in that I want to reach this dollar in revenue or this whatever. So I'm going to work backwards and I know I have to do mm-hmm. this and this and this every week. I just, that doesn't motivate me really. So what motivates you? It's a good question. Um, when it comes into, so if I apply goal setting to what we're working on right now and like trying to build this company, the goals of a certain dollar amounts or anything like that, the only reason that motivates me is because it allows me to keep doing it. Yeah. The only reason I spend time thinking about that and, you know, we went through that phase probably six months ago where I was like, okay, here's what the profit margins need to be in all the work that we bid. Yeah. Right? Yep. And only because, not because I was I had some financial goal, but just I knew that to survive and to continue to grow and like innovate in what we're doing, that we had to have something like that so we could keep surviving. For sure. And 
for me, the I think the goals for me are not linear, but it's uh, kind of like lifestyle goals where when I was doing work, so if I think about this business, mm-hmm. I have a goal of being enjoying my the work that I do more, mm-hmm. which means it's got to be, and I know myself, it's got to be hard. It's got to be somewhat, I don't want to use the word creative, but it can't be linear. It's got to right. be like somehow abstract. It's a kind of like fast paced too. I feel like yep. you like. has to be fast paced. My wife and I were just talking about this last night that I need lots of due dates often mm-hmm. because that's all that motivates me. Yeah. Not, not due dates like, oh, it's due two weeks from now. I'm going to get it done early. I need it due tomorrow <laughs> so that I you know, can keep doing that, Yes, which is why I like this work. So I have a goal of making of having more work that I like with more people that I like because then I not only am I happier, which is good, obviously, yeah. but the second layer is when I go home after work, I have a goal of being the best dad I can be and the, like, the dad my kids deserve, the husband my wife deserves, and if I'm doing work that sucks that I don't enjoy, I have to like, use all this emotional energy to like, make myself fit the mold and mod- artificially motivate myself to get this crappy work done, yeah. and then I'm out of it when I go home. It's gone. Yeah. But when I do work that I like, I go home and I'm like energetic and happy. That is crazy to think about, actually. Yeah. Now that you start saying that. Even though Can I'm, you tell the difference now when you're doing more of this fun work versus like, I don't know, four years ago when you were at the school? Yeah, six years ago when or I was six. back at the school. Yeah, yes. thanks for keeping tabs on my life. You don't know this. Well, you're still technically at the school. You've you're going to fail that test in my bio next week. at the school. <laughs> yeah. Every year. That's true. Fair enough. But yes, when I was teaching econ, I would go home. My wife has mentioned this before. I'd go home and just be like, eh. <laughs> You know, because yeah. I had to, it took all of this emotional energy to, which is the same energy source that I need to be silly with my kids yeah. and be happy and silly with my wife, you know? Yeah. And when I went back and didn't have that, it was, I was crabby. The kids would like get on my nerves. And mm-hmm. I mean, that still happens when the kids are young, but now I go back and my wife and I are talking about it and we're excited and she's like, okay, well, I know you want to talk, but we have to make supper. Let's talk later. And I'm like, okay. You know, and then I can play with my kids and have fun. And even though I might be more physically tired, emotionally, I, I don't have to fake it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so I have a goal to make that more of what I do. So it just makes, like, all the people that are important to me, it, it allows me to be better for all of them. Sure. And... I don't know if that's actionable, but I feel like it is because um, like, as I make smaller little decisions that lead me more and more towards a place that, I don't know, gives me that, I only know when I get closer. Does that make, I, I don't know how to explain that. I only know if it's working when I make small changes and it's positive. Yeah. I, I can't plan it out and go, oh, I know exactly how... Like taking on this client and doing this job and, and, and uh, less of this work and more of that work, I know that will lead me to be 10% happier. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't quite work that way. No. But there, there is a certain aspect of it that you have to kind of take some time to after you've you know, been working for a couple months on whether or not you're getting closer, you're getting further away. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. And sometimes you question it and you don't know. Yeah. Like, Am I? Am I really? Am I fooling myself? Yeah. But with the work environment that 
I mostly have now, or at least a large percentage of my life has now, I can tell it has a positive effect. So I'm mm-hmm. just going to keep doing that. And um, it could be that, you know, well, I'll say one last thing. <laughs> yeah. I was, was going to get off on a huge tangent, but I'm not oh, going to. Oh, wow. You just prevented yourself? I did. I'm, I'm showing proud of restraint. You. I'm proud of you. Um, the, I had one thing written down in the notes, and that was that uh, I, one of my goals is I, I've realized now that I know what motivates me, so I'm going to like, try to bring more of that into my life. And one of the things I've realized, the thing that drove me nuts when I was a high school teacher full-time teaching econ was that there was a ceiling on not just the income, but like the impact and the growth and like the dynamic nature of your job. It's yeah. going to be this. And unless you totally change and go back to school and, and take a different job as like a principal or something like that, it's like there's a ceiling. Yep. It's as, it's as far as you can go. It's as, as successful financially and whatever as you can be. Right, right. That drove me nuts. Like I... I remember driving around Green Lake, not that I'm ever going to own a house on Green Lake, but driving around and, and like when we're trying to get our kids to sleep yeah. in the summertime, like after 4th of July or something. And um, Looking at them all, and my wife was like, oh, maybe one day. And I was like, no. But, not in this yeah, life that, that I'm in right don't now. Don't even look. Like, it's, it's impossible. You know, we were like 27. Mm-hmm. Like, that's freaking depressing. depressing. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, there's not even a chance. And Even if you were the superintendent, <laughs> but I don't want that. I yeah, like that would true. demotivate me. Yeah, and so I was like, oh. Plus, I don't believe in going back to college to get a master's because you don't actually learn anything. You only get paid more, and blah 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 blah. Anyway, yeah, rabbit hole. Yeah, but I realized that a floor that's very safe, like that teaching position, was very safe and had a good solid floor. Floors don't motivate me. Safe floors don't motivate me at all. But ceilings, are, I know, are extremely demotivating. Like, right. I, or unmotivating or whatever you would say. So I much prefer a world in which there is no ceiling. It also means that there is no floor. Like if this, if this whole shindig like bombs, there's no floor, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but that doesn't scare me. I don't know why, but it doesn't scare me at all. Interesting. So but, understanding yourself yes. is what we're getting at with right. the, when it comes to goal setting. So I have a goal of putting myself in a position that's high energy, changes a lot, lots of due dates all the time, and there's no ceiling. Which is what you have. Yes. <laughs> and, and also no floor, which I'm, which I'm cool with. Mm-hmm. Sweet. So the, oh, you kind of touched on the overplanning stuff. That's never going to happen with Never going to happen for me. But I do realize that I need people in my life that plan. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I know that. But uh, I, I do think that what people, some people do, and speaking specifically to Chloe. <laughs> yes. Specifically to Chloe. Talented, smart. Um, she uses her planning as a procrastination tool. Because she's nervous about what could happen. So she'll spend way too much time in the planning phase. At least, I mean, this is, yeah. this is five years ago, Chloe. This okay. is, I don't, you know, I haven't worked with her today. Um, I hope to work with her sometime. Yeah. But, but it could not be, it might not be true now, but I notice it for a lot of kids like Chloe is they're maybe a little more introverted. And so they, they, they're, they don't come across as risk takers. And so they hold back a little bit and they'll spend all this time planning, solo planning, which is different than planning with other people, I think. <laughs> solo, yeah. solo planning is like safe, 
hide it, procrastinate. Well, I got to do this. Well, I got to do that before I can even start. And I have all, the, all they do is bring up barriers mm-hmm. for why they can't do something. And the reality is those barriers might be wrong. Like they might not even exist. You might try and realize, right. oh, those aren't even the right things I need to work on. I have all these other things now that I realize I need to work on that I didn't know before I took action. Yep. One saying I, I remember always, like for the last 15 years, is action breeds vision, not the other way around. You can try to have vision before you start, but mm-hmm. you have to take action. Then you'll, you know, you can't see the path until you start walking, basically. Yeah. yeah. There's something I, I don't know who said it, but it was like hope, it's not a, hope is not a strategy. Right. So I the same thing. Yeah. You can't just wish for something and you can wish or envision in something in the other. See which one gets <laughs> oh filled God, first. This is getting good. Yep. Okay. Okay. So what are <laughs> you also have listed here in the show notes? Also bad at this. I am, but I think I hope I'm getting better, or I've at least been making doing things to help me get better. Do you think that you are naturally self-reflective? Do you spend time thinking about? Like, I wonder how I did with this, and how does this feel to me? Do you yeah. do you naturally do that? Yeah, I think so. But for me, like, I can think and think and think, and then but there's something about like getting out the thoughts in a different way that helps me feel like I'm making more progress <laughs> for whatever reason. And your mode is writing, mm-hmm. and my mode is yeah speaking. But also like this podcasting thing, like saying things out loud has a whole different level of meaning than even than like i said thinking thinking about something or how did that go how did that what could i have done different Mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah it helps you learn in a different way so So. do you make goals for yourself in your daily journal well is it semi-daily yeah no no no. it's been daily did you journal saturday morning god no no it's monday through friday (laughs) (laughs) monday through friday because that's my normal like Working routine, Got although it. I work on the weekends, but like that's when it seems to work the best. Yeah. So yeah, it's been it has been going still daily. We're not I'm not falling off yet. So it's a habit. You have to create a habit. How long does it take to create a habit? Oh, there are all sorts of thoughts. Twenty eight days. Mm, right? Turns out it's like way more than that. Really? <laughs> um I had a guy on my old podcast go to disruptednow.com <laughs> and and uh, he said that actually habits are like six to seven months, realistically. I believe it. I believe it. Yeah. I'm not there yet. <laughs> no. No. Um, I've been eating really well. I'm, it was three days that I was pretty good. <laughs> Today has been a bit of a blip. <laughs> Kidoba. <laughs> but I got a mini bowl. Yeah. Baby steps. Yep. Baby steps. Anywho. Okay. What were we talking about? Oh, so I was ca- like... Making time or carving out time to do the self-reflection that leads to more goal setting is what I've noticed. But I was doing this thing um, where, well, so it was like when I just quit my job. So that was like seven months ago or something where I sat down and I talked about this even. Like I shared that I did this thing, but I made, I did the full like Rachel Hollis whatever it is, her journaling practice. And it was the make 10 goals. Mm-hmm. So you write 10, 10 goals for yourself in, in your writing, in your journal. And they can be personal or professional, but you write them as if you've already completed them. Okay. 
And so if you're following her thing, you have to do that every day. But I haven't done that part. But I did do the 10, 10 goals. And there were things, there was something to like saying it in the way that you've already, you've already accomplished the thing. Okay. And I can imagine that if I did that every day, like I would notice myself or I would be able to notice that like, okay, I'm not making progress on that or I'm not, or I'm doing that. And one of the things was, one of the personal goals I had was I want to live on a lake. Yep. And so I think I wrote it as like, I, I live on the lake. Yep. <laughs> Is that how you say that? <laughs> that was complicated. I'll have to call up my that communications was, teacher, but I'm pretty sure that was normal. Genius. But anyway, so all of a sudden now I'm building a house. We're building a house on a lake. And so you, if you don't write these things down, I mean, you don't really get to do the whole excitement of like checking off. I did the goal, you know, I Do you make something. lists like that that you check off? Mm-hmm. I am kind of like a chronic to-do list maker and then checker. Cross do off you, thing. Do you keep the lists? No. Okay. They get tossed <laughs> once I'm done with all the things. Okay. But that yeah. was just one like personal goal that I remember writing down. And there were other like career goals as well. But okay, where are those? <laughs> I should I should continue doing that practice. You should. But at least you're you're doing like you're making that journal, which is something that was like I journal every day. Maybe you wrote that. Mm-hmm. And you are still doing that mostly. Mm-hmm. Unless you're hungover. And <laughs> which happens. Yeah, which happens to the best of us. Um, I think there's definitely a balance. There's a balance between creating actionable goals, which, by the way, is something that schools do a lot. They create actionable goals that are achievable. Like, what do they call them? Uh, uh, I don't even remember the acronym. This is how terrible I am. But oh, geez. they're like measurable and, uh, you know, linear and. I feel like I know what you're smart talking. goals. That's what smart they're, goals. Smart goals. That's totally what it is. Smart goals, and yep. I don't, I don't know that entire acronym, but because I'm anyway. Does it? Doesn't yeah. Apply. And I'm. If that's how you work, if that's what motivates you, great. But um, I think there's a balance between having a clear vision because I, I I listened to and I you know you've listened to um, how I built this and all sorts of different entrepreneurs and some people. They have to set a clear goal, and that's all that they work on. They say, oh, well, and they try to tell everyone else that that's how it works. Well, if you want to accomplish something, you have to have the singular vision, and you can't have any distractions, and that's the only thing you can possibly do. Mm-hmm. I think that's fine if you know exactly what you want to do, but I think the vast majority of people don't know exactly what that is. Mm-hmm. And if they were going to pick something, it might be some totally outlandish, ridiculous thing of, you know, having a million dollars or blah, 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 something like that. Um, but I, I do think a more comprehensive approach, like what, which, which, I, which is what I think you're doing, is kind of like spending as much time on self-reflection and how you're responding to different things that are happening in your life mm-hmm. so that you can bring that to your consciousness and then apply it going forward. Because the goal might change depending totally. on what you discover. And instead of, you know, having some singular vision with no, you can't have a plan B. I mean, yeah, sure. If you're single and, and, and you know, or just married, just two adults and, you know, and, and like not a lot to risk, that's fine. But I don't have the luxury of not having a plan B. Right. You know, that, that, that can't happen. And not for me, but just because of kids, you know? Yeah. Well, I think it's also healthy to have, for me, I, I find it easier to come up with like professional goals versus personal goals 
Yep. But I think it's healthy to have a balance of both. Yeah. And for like, well, for my like personal one, I've been wanting to get stronger, like physically stronger. But scary, fine. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna. Well, I'm about. To, I will be able to like deadlift you. No, I'm just kidding. Mm. I just said Qdoba. That seems like a race <laughs> that I'm gonna win. You keep adding strength, I'll keep making it more difficult. Yeah, or like, you know, whatever it might be. Maybe it's running a half marathon. Yep. That's up there. But I think people sometimes forget, like, there's a life outside of your work, too. Yeah. And, like, making you, just you, a priority in your goal setting versus the, the work side. Yeah. If the goal isn't somehow balanced, it's never going to happen. Mm-hmm. but making sure that the the goal and the planning and all sorts of that isn't just an excuse to not do. Yeah. Which I don't think either of us r- really struggle with, but some people might. No. I think that um, you're definitely more organized and intentional with that, but mm-hmm. I think it's a good combo because you spend, you'll be more conscious of what's happening and trying to like take in all the information as we go. Yeah. And I'm just like, F it. Like, let's just, you know, who, who knows? I'm going to call him. Let's just call him. Just see what happens, you know? Yeah. And, and sometimes, like, both approaches are needed to be successful. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I don't know that we helped any at all with creating <laughs> actionable goals. If anybody wants to chime in, <laughs> the, the, can we get a caller on yeah. the line? Say, oh, uh Steve from Atlanta. You're not, no. <laughs> um, but cr- having a plan, like planning, the, your system for planning is totally personal. Anyone that says that there's a, like a singular way, here's the way you become successful. It's my plan. Mm-hmm. I think that's horse. <laughs> I think, you're welcome, Mr. Shabuski. Yeah, Dad says no swearing. Um, I think that's ridiculous. I think you have to find out what motivates you. And yeah. you have to understand what lifestyle you, you, you will be more successful in, given all the variables around your life. And if, if I was to sit down with some spreadsheet of some, you know, like amazing uh, organizational goal achieving system, yeah. I would fill it all out, hate the whole, hate, hate yeah. it the whole time. Yeah. And then it would be gone in a week. I would just dis- disregard right. it. So. So what we're getting at, the gist of it is there's no one solution for everyone when it comes to goal setting. But as long as you're taking time in some way to reflect, think through some personal and professional goals, and then find your way that suits you to make progress, yeah, then you're taking action and you're getting there somehow, hopefully. Yeah, it, but it is important to take time to sharpen the axe, so they say. Heck yeah, it is. All right, everyone. Um, No idea if that helped you, but it helped us selfishly. Go set some goals.